Welcome to the Financial Power Hour with the Financial Prosperity Coach, Christopher Music, who has been a featured guest on CBS, NBC, ABC, and Fox Affiliates, sharing his 20-plus years of experience in financial principles and how to apply them to your life and business. And now, your host, Christopher Music. Well, welcome to the Financial Power Hour here on AM 1380, The Biz. I'm your host, Christopher Music, and I'm the creator of Econologics, Results-Based Financial Planning, and The Private Practice Millionaire, which is a brand that is dedicated to helping private practice professionals receive the benefits of results-based financial planning to achieve what I call financial power. And you can check me out online at www.pchristophermusic.com. Now, I put this show together to change the lives of small business owners and professionals who are in private practice. Now, the way I see it, you work way too hard not to create financial independence or financial freedom, whatever you want to call it. I call it financial power. And through this show, I will bring you priceless content and expert interviews that will empower you and educate you on the successful actions you need to take to achieve your business goals and reach your financial destiny. My special guest today is a business exit expert. His name is John Leonetti, and we'll be talking with him about his expertise helping business owners understand the vital importance of planning your business exit now, not later. Now, regardless if you just started or you're looking to sell in five or 10 years. But before we hear from John, I want to share with you my position on the importance of building a business to sell, not only to increase your current income uh, and more time to do what you love, but also to create a transaction sometime in the future where you can cash in on all the hard work that you did. You see, I've been counseling uh private practice professionals, mostly in the healthcare field uh, for at least the last 10 years. Before that, I had a financial planning firm up in Ohio. Uh, the interesting part about it is I, I built that business to sell. In over 10 years, I built it up to be one of the top producing uh, firms of a national uh, broker-dealer uh, based out of Missouri, and I sold it for twice the average market value to an associate, twice the average market value. Why? How could I do that? Well, I built it to sell. I knew that I was either going to go national with my company or I was going to turn over to an associate, move to Florida, and work with business owners, which is, of course, what I decided to do. So I had, uh, in being trained as a business consultant, being trained uh, in the financial planning arts, as it were, uh, one major area that has really not been talked about by financial advisors is the fact that for a small business owner or a professional practice owner who has a professional license, your business is your largest stock. It is your largest asset, or at least it should be. If it's not, then you need to learn how to make some money. So what in the world are we doing not including this business or professional practice in the equation when we start looking at retirement planning? or risk tolerance in other investments that are outside the practice. I find this to be woefully underserved as, a, um, as an area in financial planning engagements. It, it is unbelievable to me. So uh, several years ago, I met John Leonetti, and John uh, is a pioneer in this field called exit 
planning or transition planning. It's also been known as succession planning. These, these are all about turning over the reins of your business to someone else. Now, I see that we have these professionals, these small business owners who put their you, – you put your love into that business. You put your guts and sweat and tears and, and joys and sorrows into that business. But what do we have to show for it at the end? You know, the statistics show that we're not doing any planning at all. We just maybe get an offer someday and, gee, that sounds good. Let's, let's sell it. Or, or usually what happens, it dies on the vine. It just becomes worth nothing because we stop creating it. Well, that doesn't have to be the case. If you're smart about transition planning, you'll realize that if you build that business with the idea that it's not yours, it actually belongs to someone else. You're just a steward of that business while you own it. And you're building it so that you can make it easy for someone else to run it, then that's the correct mindset, in my opinion, about building a business for value. Because nobody wants to buy a business that cannot be occupied by the new buyer or has a lot of risk that that buyer perceives in the marketplace or in that business. So what are we doing just going to work every day, doing any old thing, just having a place to have a J-O-B? which is how most of us tend to treat our businesses. No, this is an asset, a financial planning asset, a stock, like owning AT&T or Walmart or anything like that, but it's just a lot more risky and has a lot more potential for you. So let's treat it that way, as an investment, not merely a place to work, and start thinking about being an owner. You know, In my private practice millionaire model, I have three roles that this practice owner will, will take. Number one, is the practitioner. We all know the training that goes into that. The executive, that's the one who runs the organization and makes it so that really you can run without you. And then finally, you have the owner role. And the owner is the one who's responsible for this thing called transition planning or exit planning. Just like you sell a stock, you call your Merrill Lynch broker or, or whoever, and uh, you say, hey, I want to sell my AT&T stock today. Well, you can do that with AT&T. How are you going to do that for a business that you own 100% and be able to transfer that value? That is the question we're going to be exploring today. So we're going to take a quick break. And up next, we're going to be talking with my very special guest, business exit expert, John Leonetti. And he's going to be sharing his research and expertise on what you need to consider when planning your business exit and protecting your wealth through transition planning. You don't want to miss it. We will be right back. Hi, this is Christopher Music, host of the Financial Power Hour and creator of the Private Practice Millionaire. I'm a veteran financial expert, best-selling author, and the founder of the subject of Econologics, which is a results-based financial planning system. After almost 20 years as a practicing financial advisor, I discovered that the missing ingredient in the prosperity of any household is the education and implementation of universally workable strategies. There are correct time-tested laws that have always worked, and I want to share them with you. In 2013, I penned a chapter in the best-selling book, More Better, the world's leading experts reveal how to get more out of business and life with better results. This chapter, called The Ten Maxims of the Private Practice Millionaire, is a summary of the most important actions to take to ensure success in private practice. Download the book free at www.pchristophermusic.com. That's www.pchristophermusic.com. Hey. 
Welcome back to the Financial Power Hour with Christopher Music, online at pchristophermusic.com. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back. I'm your host, Christopher Music, and you're listening to the Financial Power Hour here on AM 1380, The Biz. Now, before the break, I shared with you my experience and viewpoint about this importance of building a practice to sell. You know, if you don't do it, you're going to regret it. Because what happens is people will not build in that value while they're working the business. They'll only get reactive when someone comes along with a potential offer or we get tired and we want to transition out. So that is something that we build the whole entire time we're building this business to transfer to someone else. And <clears throat> this next guest um, is really a rock star in this area. His name is John Leonetti. Now, John Leonetti Esquire is the founder and CEO of Pinnacle Equity Solutions Incorporated, an exit strategies firm specializing in exit and transition strategy design and execution for advisors and their privately held business owner clients. John holds a master's degree in finance. He's a certified mergers and acquisitions advisor, a certified financial planner, and a certified business exit consultant. He is a nationally recognized leader in the exit planning field and has been interviewed on ABC News Now, NECN, and numerous radio programs, along with a number of his quotes published in the Wall Street Journal. In addition, John is the author of the highly publicized book, Exiting Your Business, Protecting Your Wealth, a strategic guide for owners and their advisors, which has been the hot topic for many national industry and business owner publications. John is a leader and innovator in this emerging marketplace of exit planning and has helped thousands of advisors and owners plan and execute successful and profitable transitions using his proprietary six-step process. I'm very pleased to welcome my friend and associate, John Leonetti. John, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Christopher. Uh, appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. Awesome, man. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad we finally got a chance to do this. So let's start out by having you tell uh, our listeners here a little more about yourself. What makes you so passionate about what you do, and how did it all start? Yep, so thanks, Christopher. Um, I, I guess I'd have to start with um, going to work in a family business uh, 25 years ago. And um, I, I think that most advisors that, that we work with around the country at, at some level – the most successful ones had some experience with a with a privately held business. A lot of times, that's a family business. And um, for me, being a second generation, I came into a, a relatively new business with my dad. And uh, for the first couple of years, of course, I needed to learn the business. But then beyond that, as I got into my mid-late 20s, uh, I wanted to start to think about my future. And we started to talk about the business and, and the future of the business. And we started seeking out advice on, on how the business would eventually transition. And I was, I was disappointed to, to see that there really wasn't anything in, in, that was responsive to what we were looking for, uh, both as business partners, employer-employee slash partners, and family, in terms of how to do this, because it, it's complicated. And it's not a very simple thing to think about especially when the focus of most businesses and most business owners is on the day-to-day -day productivity, managing uh, the business, managing the people, chasing opportunities, taking care of issues and problems. That consumes the vast majority of thinking of, 
our our typical owners that would also largely and almost exclusively describe the experience I had in my family business for five years. And as I started to get on with my career and look ahead, uh, I wound up leaving the family business to go on to get all the education you mentioned in that uh, generous introduction. But it always stayed with me that there wasn't a solution in place for the privately held business owner. And as I went through my career over the last 25 years, 20 since leaving the family business, uh, I've worked with literally hundreds and hundreds of business owners that face the same issue. And I think the passion comes from the uh, connection that I have with all the hard work that you described that goes into these businesses that these business owners put in and the lack of attention that still today the business owners are able to pay attention to and the advisory community is able to deliver to that owner to take care of, as you indicate, what is not only their largest financial asset in most cases, but also is probably the largest emotional decision that the owner is going to make professionally in terms of how that business transitions and how they separate from it. So it's been a, a fascinating journey in, in building my business and my practice. And, and, um, and, and ever since uh, I, I left there, I, I've been on this path of building this industry and writing the book that you mentioned, the Exiting Your Business book that came out nine years ago, to deliver to the marketplace solutions for business owners to address this, this very important topic. Yeah, and I'm glad you did because I met you what five, six years ago, seven years ago. At least. I mean, it's been yeah. at least. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been part of your organization for that long, and uh, you know the transition plan that I do for professionals actually is rooted in the material that you taught me all those years ago. So as we get into this, let's define what transition planning is. And uh, I'll give you my definition, and then, John, you feel free to add add from your experience. My definition of transition planning is really creating a business that is transitionable for maximum value really at any time. People think, well, I don't need transition planning because I'm not going to sell my business. Well, no, that's not what it is. It is constantly while you're managing the business to build it toward the idea that you're going to sell it someday for maximum value. So put in all those systems while you're building it. And then, of course, you're prepared for a transaction when and how it might occur. So, John, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's a really good way of looking at it. It's a very practical way of looking at it. Uh, When we look to define transition planning, I would start by saying that it starts with the owner thinking strategically about the destination that they want to arrive at for themselves and for their business, right? I think that that's the key because everything that typically takes place in the day-to-day running of a business is tactical and the exit or transition planning is reserved for that relatively small amount of time that is strategic. Now, what you mentioned, Christopher, is the ability to match day-to-day tactics with that larger strategic plan and vision. And, and I'll just, it might be easier to give an example. So, for example, um, like my family business that I mentioned, one of the visions was that it would transfer internally to, from generation to generation for family. Um, that, that didn't turn out to happen, but 
that's one vision that would be for the business. That shifted. We, we found a partner for that business, and, and, and that's how that transitioned. Uh, another vision for a business, another destination, is the one that you mentioned. Grow your business and sell it for the highest value, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the tactics that you engage in on day-to-day hopefully are aligned at some level with the ultimate vision and destination for that business. And, and if you have that as a business owner, and particularly if you have it in writing, then you have the elements of a transition plan. Because on a day-to-day basis, you're thinking through your role in the company as it relates to the business in 5 or 10 or 15 or 20 years from now. And the desire to see the company and the entity and this, this beautiful thing that you've built and grown, that you've lived out of, that's provided jobs and income and benefits and lifestyle for you and your family and others will continue on beyond you in a manner and a time period that accommodates your goals and the business's goals, then you're starting to do transition planning. And, and as you said, Christopher, there, it, it's hard to define. So as you mentioned in, in my book, I put a six-step process in place so that there could be step-by-step approach. There could be a step-by-step approach uh, to following a path to begin to address in, in this lack of transition planning and put to put, begin to put a plan in place. Well, exactly. And, you know, I, and it's very interesting to me that, that uh, you mentioned the word destination. You know, how many business owners out there, how, how many of you listening today have really figured out your destination with this business? And more importantly, your destination in your life after the business. And of course, that's financial and re- retirement planning. But this is where we're looking at your largest asset uh, not only financially, but of your time commitment. So this is not a new problem, this exiting this business idea, but it seems to be a more of a new topic. I think it's probably because of the baby boomers and and uh, the prevalence of, of markets for buying businesses. Uh, John, in your expert opinion, how large of a need is transition planning for practice and, and small business owners, and why don't they know about it? Right, so two very important questions there, right? So the need is tremendous. On average, when we meet a business owner, if I take the hundreds that we've worked with, the business has represented 70 to 90% of that owner's total net worth. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea, as you indicated, that their personal planning, financial and other planning, does not include a transition plan where that value turns into cash. And like I say, they, they turn the value of the business into cash that they can buy stuff with, right? Unless that's happening, then the need for that owner, if the owner listening to this has the majority of the wealth in their business, the need's tremendous for you. In the marketplace, uh, I cannot get through a week without meeting a new business owner who has the identical issue that we're describing here. The majority of the wealth is in their business. They've done no planning. And the little that they've thought about the future of the company, they haven't really shared with anybody or reduced to writing. So we're in our 10th year running our Pinnacle Equity Solutions business, and we've experienced growth in every year because uh, the market just continues to grow, and that's particularly being driven by the baby boomer business owners who are marching closer and closer to retirement, particularly those who went through 
the last recession and felt that scar of having that the majority of their wealth in their business as that was such a difficult uh, <laughs> recession. Mm-hmm. And now they're thinking, boy, I'd really like to avoid going into the next recession in the same position. Um, so the, the need is tremendous. And why don't owners know about it? I, I would say that generally speaking, this is a new innovation in the marketplace. And, and business owners who run their companies, right, so much has changed in the last decade or two in your business. And part of your job is to adjust to those changes, to read what's happening, to keep your eyes just over the horizon for your business and steer the company in the right direction. You've been doing this for years, if not decades, because there are always changes that you're navigating. That's what makes you successful. Inside of the marketplace, there are so many changes for that privately held business owner. And I think the easiest way for the business owner listening to understand this, Christopher, is to see that markets adapt to opportunity. And what is happening today is that larger companies are buying smaller companies Mm -hmm. because that's a faster way to grow. And coming out of the recession, there's a lot of cash sitting at these companies because, as many of us know, that cash isn't getting returned with historic low interest rates on fixed income investments. So companies and investors are looking to put their money to work, and they're putting it to work in privately held businesses. That's also extends to private equity groups that have been a phenomenon unto themselves. And that has brought to the marketplace more money and more buyers and more opportunity and more options for the privately held business owner. Now, for the owner listening to the program today, they may not experience that in their day-to-day running of the business because that doesn't necessarily become part of how you operate your company unless you're going out and seeking growth capital. And few privately held business owners do that. Most of the owners that we work with started in their basement or the garage or with 401k money or personal savings or borrowed money from friends and family, got it up and running, self-funded it, had the line of credit from the bank, but never had professional investors in their business. And by the way, that's the way they liked it. When it comes for tran- time for transition, the markets have changed, the innovations have changed, and I just simply think that most owners don't know that this service is available, which is why I was so glad to come on the call with you today and talk about it, because mm-hmm. uh, business owners should know that there's a service out there that can help them in this area and help them plan for their future at a personal and a company level so that this wealth that's trapped in their business that's so important to them and their families uh, can be addressed. And and I'll say this just as a closing comment. In most cases, the business owners we work with are the most successful in in the history of their family tree. They've accumulated Mm -hmm. more wealth and have more success than anybody in the history of their family tree. And as a result, the transactions and the transition planning that we provide helps protect that wealth for generations to come and helps redefine that family. So the importance of this cannot be understated. Well, that's awesome, man. I think Thanks for saying that. Well, all right, folks, we're going to take a little weather and traffic update at this time, but I want you to stay tuned because we're going to be keep talking with business exit expert John Leonetti, and he's going to talk about what you need to consider when planning your business exit and protecting your wealth through the transition planning process. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. 
Hi, this is Christopher Music, host of the Financial Power Hour and creator of the Private Practice Millionaire. I'm a veteran financial expert and best-selling author, and I'm also the founder of the subject of Econologics, which is a results-based financial planning system. After almost 20 years as a practicing financial advisor, I discovered that the missing ingredient in the prosperity of any household is the education and implementation of universally workable strategies. There are correct time-tested laws that have always worked, and I want to share them with you. In 2014, I penned a chapter in the best-selling book with Steve Forbes of Forbes magazine called Successonomics, Learn the Secrets of Success in the New Economy from Today's Leading Entrepreneurs and Professionals. My chapter summarized the process of how to define and locate your ideal financial advisor so you can achieve financial success. Download the book free at www.pchristophermusic.com. That's www.pchristophermusic.com. This is the Financial Power Hour with Prosperity Coach Christopher Music. Make contact at 727-588-1540. And now, here's Christopher Music. All right, folks, we're back, and you're listening to the Financial Power Hour here on AM 1380, The Biz. I'm your host, Christopher Music, the creator of results-based financial planning called Econologics and the Private Practice Millionaire. And we're talking with business exit expert, John Leonetti on the important process of transition planning and understanding how and when to determine your readiness. Thanks again, John, for being on the show. Yeah, no, thank you. It's great to be uh, in this conversation, sharing it with uh, the audience, Christopher. That's awesome, man. So in the last segment, we talked about you know what transition planning is and why it's becoming such a hot topic. So um, let's talk about what you've seen happen when an owner has not planned for a transition. Can you give us some examples of what you've experienced? Sure. And and I'm happy to do. And I think it goes back to the original point about some of the passion that I have for the business. Um, In in our line of work, right? I I won't say mine. I'll say yours as well, Christopher, because you're you're a practitioner and and a certified business exit consultant as well. Um, when When we have the opportunity to work with uh, business owners and their families, we, we see dramatic changes in, in the outcomes, uh, and, and so does that owner and that family. And a lot of it comes from two primary uh, issues uh, or items. Number one is education. We're able to present to that owner or that family information that helps them relate to the marketplace around them for transition, understand their options, and understand the types of transfers that are available to them and get into how those transfers impact their goals. So that's very meaningful. And number two is the owner's ability to move ahead so and to take action. So where owners either have not received the education or information or have received it and have not taken action, or we learn about a situation elsewhere, like you read about in the papers with large uh, families down in Florida, Joe Robbie Stadium in particular, right? The Robbie family had they struggled because they didn't do this type of planning. So in my experience, uh, I have seen uh, business owners and families um, suffer tremendously and see their wealth dissipate because the owner didn't do 
this type of planning or started the process and didn't take action on it. And specifically, uh, we've seen owners who've been clients pass away and uh, owners who've passed, who've done this planning, their family members have had that wealth secured, oftentimes in liquid form, so that the owner had cashed in and was just working in uh, a role in the business that, that didn't impact that wealth. Uh, we have also seen owners who didn't take action uh, pass, and their families are greatly impacted, negatively impacted, because there are no instructions to those around them. Uh, let's talk about that. Those are the vendors, the customers, mm-hmm. the clients, the employees, the landlord, the gas company, the phone company, right? Uh, anybody that's looking for a payment that's oftentimes tied to a credit card, that's oftentimes personally secured by that owner, uh, those people don't have any direction as to where to go to facilitate uh, the the day-to-day things that need to be done in a business because there was no transition plan in place so there was no transaction that occurred. And I'll say that oftentimes, sadly, the family members are innocent victims of the lack of planning because they simply cannot sit behind a desk and figure it out in a short amount of time. Oftentimes, the spouse is going through a very tough time. This is in the case of, of, of death. Um, and, and getting into and figuring out a business is an extremely difficult thing. And, and the children, oftentimes, adult children, are, are busy in their own lives. So when there's a plan in place, when there's a transition plan, there are instructions. Part of it, a part of the planning, a subset, is contingency planning, setting up for the unforeseen. It's a small part, but very important part of what we do that helps eliminate those unfortunate circumstances or at least reduce them. The larger part of what we do is proactive and forward thinking, as you indicated, driving the business with some intentionality towards a destination, a defined destination, and on a regular basis tracking progress towards that destination. Now, when we're in that conversation, there's multiple layers of analysis that come in, but we start to see that the business and the business owner has confidence moving ahead because they have their planning in place. And I guess I could equate it simply to going to the dentist. It's not a pleasant thing to do, but when you leave, you feel better about yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know that it's something that you have to do. Uh, somebody else might equate it to purchasing insurance, right? You have to think about demise in the future, but the owners that are uh, want to be more responsible to those around them and, and honor their own work will go ahead and engage in this process of thinking about the future and taking action so that they can have a more positive income, or as one of our advisors in our program says, uh, these can become family stories instead of family secrets. Uh, because it's embarrassing, you know, to see all that wealth get lost. But when it's protected through a plan, uh, becomes a great story uh, for future generations to benefit from and to share. Absolutely, and you know, it, it begs the question, you know, with all of this you just said about the importance of the planning and what it does and so on. What's the number one reason these practice owners fail to engage in the process? In your experience, so. Without question, 
This is an issue of psychology, and um, and owners do not consciously engage in the process of thinking through their separation from their business. And, and as we kind of peel back the layers on that, we start to see many of the things that you mentioned in your opening comments, that a business, a successful business in particular, provides for that business owner and the family the lifestyle, the income, quite frankly, the prestige in their community of being a business owner. Many mm-hmm. in the community will work for that business owner, see them as the boss. They get to call their own shots. They have that independence. And over time, a vast majority of privately held business owners align their lifestyles with what their business can produce for them. And that Mm -hmm. becomes either consciously or subconsciously the goal of the business. So taking another cue from psychology, we as human beings typically don't stop doing things that we enjoy doing. Uh, Now, the notable exception there would be like smoking cigarettes, right? We would probably be inclined to stop doing that even though we enjoy doing it because it has been demonstrably proven that that's bad for you. So even though you enjoy doing it, you'll probably stop doing it. But aside from that, where it's, the evidence is overwhelming that something is bad for you, we typically don't engage in activities that prevent us from doing things that we enjoy. Most business owners we meet with, for the most part, enjoy what they're doing with running their business. So it begs the question, if you enjoy what you're doing, if you worked hard to get there, what is the motivation to take action? And and in most cases, to invest time and money in a process to think about the future and you outside of your business. And when you ask it that way, I think it will resonate with many of our listeners as to them probably nodding their head and saying, Mm -hmm. yeah, that makes sense, right? On a day-to-day basis, I enjoy the challenges of my business. I enjoy the camaraderie. Many of my social interactions are within my business. Uh, many of our business owners and their spouses take trips related to their business. That becomes social part. Their friends are in there. Uh, the people they work with, they're very close with. So it becomes a, a huge psychological factor. And then right on the heels of that, almost the flip side of that coin, Christopher, is the complexity and not knowing where to begin. Uh, It's not easy to develop a transition plan. And as we said, most owners don't know that a service exists with a step-by-step process to help break it down and make it digestible. So they haven't done this work, even if they wanted to, because like me, back with my family business, I was looking for a solution. It wasn't available in the marketplace, right? So there's Mm -hmm. a number of reasons. The number one is probably psychological, and then right behind that, complexity, and then lack of advisor or knowing where to go to get this type of help. Well, that's very well said, and uh, you're right. It it is a matter of confront, and I always urge business owners, if if you're a business owner out there listening to the show, uh, confront this transition plan. I don't care if you're 30 years old just getting started. Or sixty-five, and like, gee, I want to get out. Whatever it is, you got to you got to confront that that transition plan. Get that value up in your business so you can transition to someone else and really cash in. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break now. And up next, 
up next, we're going to be wrapping up our interview with John. And I've asked him for some tips to start implementing into your business right away. So stay tuned. And I think he's going to have a, a, a little gift for everyone, too, or at least an opportunity. So stay tuned, and we'll uh, talk to John when we come back. Hi, this is Christopher Music, host of the Financial Power Hour and creator of the Private Practice Millionaire. I'm a veteran financial expert, best-selling author, and the founder of the subject of Econologics, which is a results-based financial planning system. After almost 20 years as a practicing financial advisor, I discovered that the missing ingredient in the prosperity of any household is the education and implementation of universally workable strategies. There are correct, time-tested laws that have always worked, and I want to share them with you. In 2013, I penned a chapter in the best-selling book, More Better, the world's leading experts reveal how to get more out of business and life with better results. This chapter, called The Ten Maxims of the Private Practice Millionaire, is a summary of the most important actions to take to ensure success in private practice. Download the book free at www.pchristophermusic.com. That's www.pchristophermusic.com. Welcome back to the Financial Power Hour with Christopher Music, online at pchristophermusic.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Christopher Music, the creator of the Private Practice Millionaire, and you're listening to the Financial Power Hour here on AM 1380, The Biz. Got John Leonetti in the house, and he's spending time with us today, sharing his knowledge and expertise in the business exit planning process. So, John... I know you have a trademarked process for how a practice or business owner uh, to follow in an effort to get their business and personal affairs in order for a transition or an exit. Can you give us a high-level overview of how that works? Sure, will do. Happy to do it. Um, so, a- as I mentioned, you know, le- leaving my family business, seeking out solutions, um, and not finding them, uh, I was uh, motivated to write. A book. Well, I was motivated to get a message out to the marketplace. I was advised to write a book. So, as a first-time author, I, I received a contract from Wiley and Sons, and, and wrote "Exiting Your Business: Protecting Your Wealth." And the subtitle is a strategic guide for owners and their advisors. And the cornerstone of the book is the six-step process that we've mentioned a few times that can help business owners get an organized approach to handling an emotional and complex process such as a business transition. And just at, at a very high level, um, Christopher, the, the six steps include starting with the goals of the owner, personal and business goals. What is that destination? Have you thought through where your business will be in 10 years, 15, 20 years, and have you taken any steps towards making that happen? And by the way, what do you need to pull out of the business to make your personal goals work? So from general goals, we drill down and we go to the second step, personal and mental readiness. This is, I'm sorry, financial readiness and mental readiness. This is how much money do you need from the business to meet your lifestyle? And then mental readiness is how much longer do you want to work? 
when we calculate the two of those, and we have software that does this, our third step is identifying with a certain type of owner, and we created, I created a, a grid, uh, a matrix, an exit quadrant chart to help business owners identify with a certain type of owner that they represent to say, yes, um, uh, you know, I need more money or I have plenty of money. I don't really need money on the one hand. And then on the other hand, I want to do this a lot longer or I don't want to do it very much longer at all. Once you've identified where you fit in that spectrum, which any business owner can do with any kind of company, uh, the system was built to be agnostic to industry or to size of the business, then um, you can start moving to step four. You can learn about all the different options. Step five teaches you the value that each option would potentially bring you. And step six is about execution, which is about structuring a transition, dealing with taxes and estate taxes and legal agreements and finding the right advisory team. So at a, at a high level, that is the six-step process, and there's 236 pages or so uh, <laughs> of, of books that kind of further details uh, that uh, six-step process. Great. And, and can people get your book on Amazon? Where can they get that? Yep, so they can get it on Amazon. Uh, I th they can purchase it at uh, our site as well at PinnacleEquitySolutions.com. Uh, we sell copies there. Uh, so either either one uh, is is fine, uh, available at, at either. Good. Exiting Your Business, Protecting Your Wealth, A Strategic Guide for Owners and Their Advisors. Okay, cool. So uh, now I know that they have had tremendous successes using this process. I, I've been using this process for many years and, and uh, primarily for, for practice owners. Uh, tell our listeners what most owners say when they go through this, tra this transition planning process. Yeah, and Christopher, I, I think you've probably heard this a number of times yourself. Most owners say that they wish they had started doing this sooner because it's been invaluable to what they had been ignoring or not paying attention to for so long. Uh, and we get a tremendous amount of positive feedback from our business owner clients that we take through this process because we are doing the most simple of tasks. We are bringing valuable information into a space where there currently is a void, but there's so much importance associated with knowing the information, the strategies, the resources, the direction that an owner can go in and then facilitating a conversation with that owner to help determine the right path for them, their employees, their company, and their family to head in uh, is some of the most valuable work that we do. And it's we, we do charge a price for it, but I would say that for many owners, it becomes a very tough calculation because in many cases, we can say that the work that we're doing is not only protecting that owner's wealth, which is part of the title of the book, but in fact, it's maintaining those jobs, it's keeping the economy going, it's maintaining that company's share or growing the share in the market, and as a result, having an impact on so many people in so many communities 
that it tends to take on a life of its own, this type of work. And after the initial six-step assessment process, we typically enter into uh, longer-term relationships uh, with our business owners to help them advance and continue advancing towards those goals. So the most common feedback uh, in summary is that of, of gratitude and that of saying, I, I wish I had started it sooner because I may have done things a little differently. And and, and just the final point is, um, you know, about every 10 years or so, the, the market resets. And as we get towards the end of this decade, it's conveniently aligned with each decade. Uh, 2000 to 2010 went through a cycle where in, 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 in 2008 and 9 we had our recession. Um, in 98, we didn't have the recession. It waited until 2001, but it was kind of overdue. Uh, at, at the end of the 80s, we had uh, a recession. So at the end of this decade, which we're getting to, 2018 or so, we're probably due for another recession. It's just is the, the nature of the seasons of the mm-hmm. economy. Mm-hmm. And I, I, would, I would strongly urge business owners listening today uh, who, who have who have reson- you know where this information's resonated with you to consider taking action today as you said Christopher to begin to set up a transition plan and protect that wealth so that you're not as exposed during the next recession perhaps as you were during the last one I couldn't agree more John that was a beautiful segue into taking actions so all of you listening all of you professional practice owners uh, you small business owners, I have an online questionnaire uh, called the Practice Transition Readiness Assessment. We call it the Petra for short. And you go online at practicetransitionassessment.com. That's practicetransitionassessment.com. And complete that questionnaire. And uh, someone from my office will actually review your readiness to transition your professional practice for maximum value to someone else. How ready are you to do that? And it's a very revealing questionnaire. So I urge you to go do that, www.practicetransitionassessment.com, and someone from my office will review your results with you. Well, John, thanks so much for being on the show, man. It was a really very enjoyable uh, conversation with you today. So, uh, man, uh, how can people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you? Yeah, so pretty straightforward. Email works pretty well. Just John, J-O-H-N, at Pinnacle Equity Solutions with an S dot com. A little bit long, but pretty straightforward. That's the name of the company. My email comes right to my desk, John, J-O-H-N, at Pinnacle Equity Solutions dot com. And the website has the information for our, our contact information. We're up here in Canton, Massachusetts, our headquarters. So uh, we're a little far from you, where it's a little colder, Christopher, <laughs> than, than down in the in the Tampa area, uh, but uh, nonetheless, a, a pretty mild winter so far. And, and we work nationally, and, and we talk to owners all over the country on a regular basis. So uh, happy to speak with any of the listeners today who uh, have an interest in learning some more. Well, thanks so much, John. You're a rock star. Really enjoyed it. No, thank you very much, Christopher. It's a real pleasure to be on the show, and uh, I'm really pleased that I was able to take the time and share this information with your audience. That's awesome. Well, folks, 
you know, the financial position you find yourself in today is your indicator on how well you have understood basic natural laws. On my website at pchristophermusic.com, P as in Paul, ChristopherMusic.com, you will find a download for 21 Laws of Prosperity for Private Practice Owners. This is a synthesis of 5,000 years of thinking men into research on what creates financial prosperity. And this action guide is, is something you can use, you can take it, and apply basic laws today that will immediately and impressively improve your business and your financial well-being. I also invite you to visit uh, our fin- financialpowerhour.com, financialpowerhour.com to get archived uh, past episodes of the show. We have a ton of content on there with with people who are experts in their fields. We're looking at every area of your small business and your financial well-being. I want to thank you for taking the time out today to listen to this. And for the small business owners and practice owners, confront this area of transition planning. It could be worth millions to you. If you just take advantage, take some action, go to practicetransitionassessment.com and fill out that questionnaire. Uh, call John if you, if, if you want to talk to him, but take action today. It is so vitally important. So feel free to connect with me on social media, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, and of course, don't, don't forget financialpowerhour.com. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Financial Power Hour. For more information on prosperity principles and how to apply them to your life and your business, visit Christopher's personal website at pchristophermusic.com or connect with him on Facebook at facebook.com slash pchristophermusicauthor. You may also call Christopher's office at 727-588-1540 to request more information or arrange for him to be a guest speaker at your next event. That's 727-588-1540 or visit pchristophermusic.com.